perspective, knowledge, and some fun along the way. This is The Truth on WTMJ. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at The Avenue, here's Dr. Ken Harris. Unfortunately, well, what was it? I mean, you're, you're harassing me. It's seven minutes after the hour. You're harassing me. It's truth on TMJ. Tell the truth, Patrick. Well, I was, yeah, I was going to. Huh? No, you said before that I had to tell time before, so I was going to. Yeah, that's true. Well, I was going to. I can't talk to time. That's all I was going to say. That's all. <sighs> One of the reasons why we don't support youth today. That is a main reason. If you're going to tell a joke, tell one that's in this millennial. <laughs> Being a millennial, I had to I had to throw that in there. You know, tell, tell one that's in this. Well, technically, he's not a millennial. He, 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 mm, no. Nope, you are not a millennial, sir. You are Gen Z. Ha! I'm vindicated. It's official. My shoes are older than you. <laughs> so thank you, Patrick. I, I appreciate it. I love having Patrick Kane here. I'm, I probably shouldn't say it out loud, should I? Because then all the other people that do news will be like, really? Okay. Um, 855-616-1620. I've been remiss on the talk and text line. I've been getting hollered at and <clears throat> beat up and all sorts of things. I'm being facetious when I say that. So somebody said, where do you think she learned that behavior from the Milwaukee Police Department? It doesn't matter anymore. I'm an older gentleman. Black people are racist. White people are racist. Everybody's racist. Nobody knows how to be human anymore. But talk show hosts like you and Jeff and everybody on the station reads racism. You don't do anything to help. You just talk about it and complain about it and bitch about it for ratings. So, number one, I didn't tell the race of the person. Number two, I didn't mention race at all. Three, I never said if it was a black woman or a white woman and I never, or Hispanic woman or Asian woman. And I never said the person was racist. So if you remove the race from the conversation, what do you have in this instance? I don't know. I mean, it's quite the assertion on your part. And then he said, that's all right. Just wallow in your negativity as this station continues to do. I listen to it because it makes me laugh. You're not a part of the solution. You're part of the problem media. So if you think that I'm part of the problem media when my, my life entails, and I really haven't gone into because you really don't know me. And you don't know what I've done for this community, the community, all the communities I've lived in. Um, and to be honest with you, I'm really not going to tell you because it doesn't sound like you want to hear it anyway. Um, so let's try dealing with some positivity once in a while. The world is going to hell in a handbasket and stations like this aid. And I hope it goes that way. There's never anything positive. The Whites here on this station, on any media, it's all about how horrible the world is. Start taking some responsibility, change for the good. It's better than the change you're trying to create. Thanks. Thank you for responding. I've had a long weekend, and I'm taking care of people and making them happy and enjoying life to the fullest. They're black, white, gay, green, purple, orange, whatever. Thanks for listening. 
And so I, I was going to reply back that I find it interesting that when people disagree, they're negative and they have to change the way you think life and everything should be. But I simply just ask the question. And so if you're processing it your way, that's not on me. That's on you. And I, and I get it. I respect it. But I can't. I don't understand why you're getting negativity from it. I don't I don't understand that part. And so if you care to explain it, I'll be more than happy to listen. Um, I'm just making a statement because. And I don't know where the whole race thing comes from, but, you know, this is the truth on TMJ. Um, 1017 The Truth is an is an all black talk radio station. And we deal with things from our perspective. Now, I find it interesting before I take a break is this hour, I wanted to talk about something that had to do with that. And I wanted to talk about how the world is and how people view everything in the world as it relates to education, all the all the things that are going on with critical race theory, all the things that are going on with the Bible and church, segregation, all that stuff. I find it interesting because what's important in certain things White people chose it and then said, if you don't follow these things, something's wrong with you. And I'm going to give an example of something that happened during slavery. I know everybody's tired of hearing about slavery. Oh, I'm tired of hearing about slavery. So am I. But I want to give something to give an example of what I'm talking about, not necessarily to wallow in slavery and negativity. It's over. We've moved past it. Um, It has some lingering effects. but, But we're here today, and let's make today better than yesterday. So when I come back, I want, I want to really talk about and give an example of, and, and use the church, the Christian church as my example and how we today still follow that and diminish people who don't think certain things in life are important. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Dr. Ken Harris, Denise Thomas is taking a well-deserved evening off. So before the break, we were we were talking about even the last hour, we were just talking about different things. And somebody on the talking text line, um, quote, pontificated about how they felt about it. And I can I can respect that. And. I wanted to give a perspective that mainstream America, white majority America, really doesn't seem to grasp. And and when it's brought up, there's 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 vitriol, you know, there's meanness, right? As if they're losing something by acknowledging that things can be different. For instance, during slavery, when slave owners wanted their their slaves to be Christian so that they can control them, they brought in preachers. Now, there were black preachers, but they would not let the black preachers preach. They felt that they had been called to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, and they said, no, can't do that. You got to bring in a white preacher for Sunday. But when they brought in the white preacher, they only picked scripture from the New Testament 
that or the Old Testament based on how they felt, right? If it were the Pauline epistles, if it were Ecclesiastes, whatever it was, they chose what those scriptures were because it supported what they believed in terms of dark-skinned people and being cursed and ham in the Old Testament and the 12 tribes and all that stuff that they could use to keep black slaves in place. Ironically, that same Christianity, that same Jesus, that same um, scripture in the Pauline epistles actually taught about love and grace and faith and all those things that was needed in order to overcome such a wretched lifestyle that slavery gave. So it's not that, you know, when you hear the white Christian church talk about, you know, support the government and pray for the the government and your officials and do all these other things. And if you don't do these things, then, well, you know, we're going to question your Christianity. When, in fact, as a black Christian, things like, you know, things like salvation, things like um, faith, hope, and charity, right? When it talks about the greatest of these is love, loving your enemies, love those who spitefully use you, right? Many of that was avoided. We can't talk about that because that's going to shine a light on us. And so that's why you have this, this, this differentiation about the same Bible, but different parts of it resonate with different people. So when, so when I'm told this is how you have to be, this is the proper way to be, and if you don't think this or follow this, then there's something wrong. You shouldn't protest, right? But Jesus protested. He went into a temple and tore it up. Because they were gambling. They were doing something that, that was believed to be wrong. They were defiling and desecrating the temple, right? So, and, and if I'm wrong, you understand what I'm trying to say. The point I'm trying to say is that at some point, the world doesn't revolve around you. Neither does it revolve around me. But there are some things that resonate, right? For instance, before we go to break, what time? Okay. So, we always talk about Milwaukee as the most segregated city in the country, right? But I'm going to make a bold statement as a black man living in Milwaukee for the past 30 years. I want to live around people that look like me. I want to live around people who eat like me, hang out in places like me, do things I do, right? German people hang out with German people, Italian people hang out with Italian people, white people, Hispanic people, Asian people, Middle East. Like, like why is that a bad thing? I just don't understand. That doesn't mean I don't like you, love you, best friend. My son-in-law is a white male. Love him to death. We hang out. We do stuff. I mean, at, at some point, we've we've gone so far as to not let people be who they are that we start looking at people and go, well, I don't know. Evan doesn't have as much hair as I do. My granddad, I ain't got much. But Evan doesn't. So, you know, there's something wrong about him. You know, something different. And we can't. Man. People live where they want to live because they want to be comfortable. And no matter how you think about it, no matter what you think about the city of Milwaukee, no matter how scared you are to drive through and terrified, if you don't want to live there, do not live there. Stay as far away as possible. Why? So you'll feel comfortable. But that's okay. 
people need to understand and recognize differences in people. But, you know, was it Ronald Reagan that said it? We agree on 85% of everything in life, and we share the difference per 1,000 people in DNA is one-tenth of 1%. Everything else is the same. So what exactly are we arguing about? Like, what, what are we fighting and protesting about? Oh, my God, it's terrible. Those people. And I hear it from both sides. It's, it's just weird. It's just weird. S- same thing with Republican and Democrat. Inside the Beltway, everybody seems to get along just fine. So It's interesting. Speaking of inside the Beltway, when we come back, um, has anybody noticed that the there was a poll that was released today that has some interesting numbers? Welcome back Welcome to The back. Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. What was I going to talk about before I came back? I don't even remember. Do you remember? 855-616-1620. Some about poll keep, numbers. Yeah, it's about poll numbers or something and some guy named... All right, I'm doing my President Biden Im- 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 imitation. So. <laughs> so so there, there was a poll... On, um, yeah, there was a poll uh, that shows former President Donald Trump is currently leading President Biden by 10 points among voters, according to a new poll. Washington Post and ABC released a poll today, which found that if the 2024 presidential election were held right now, today, Trump would win 52 to 42 over Biden. Respondents also held a poor view of Biden's handling of the economy and the U.S.-Mexican border. In addition to his age. Now, the Post downplayed the results of its own poll after it showed Trump with such a commanding lead, however. Um, The Post wrote today, the sizable margin of Trump's lead in this survey is significantly at odds with other public polls that show the general election contest a virtual dead heat. The difference between this poll and others, as well as the unusual makeup of Trump and Biden's coalitions in this survey, suggests it is probably an outlier. So you did a poll that's supposed to be st- statistically significant. And then you said, hey, we screwed up. We lied. This, this really isn't good. So why should we trust you? And who would put something out about? Anyway. Meanwhile, Biden's approval rating sits at 37 percent, according to the poll, while 56 percent of respondents actively disapprove of his presidency. Biden is facing a crisis of confidence among his own party members as well, with roughly 60 percent of Democrats and Democrat leaning respondents saying they would prefer a different nominee. Critics cite Biden's age, handling of the economy and the border crisis as pain points of his administration and Biden's 24 campaign didn't of course immediately respond. So this is from Fox news digital. So the issue I'm having is Trump is what a couple of years younger than Biden. And when he's done, he'll be in his eighties as well. I say ditch both of them come up with somebody new. I don't think, 
Democrats or Republicans like Kamala Harris. And God help us if Gavin Newsom jump in, jumps in and and yeah. So at some point in the most irreverent vernacular I can come up with, who we got? I say nobody. There's nobody up and coming on the Democratic side. Um, who is it? Hakeem Jeffries. So I don't. I don't think he's going to rise to the occasion because I don't know if he has enough experience. And if you really look at it, the Republicans don't have anybody either. I think the closest and the person, and I, and I guess we'll find out Wednesday when Fox Business hosts the uh, second debate. The only person that gave me pause on the Republican side was Nikki Haley. And the only reason she gave me pause is that she was willing to fix and figure out the abortion compromise. So whether you're for abortion or against abortion, which drives me crazy to think you need a law. If you're anti-abortion, you have to have a law to stop someone else from exercising what they believe is a right. I'm not for it, so a law for it or against it isn't going to change my mind. And then somebody will scream, well, you can't get one anyway because you're not a woman and it's not your right and it's reproductive. I get it. I do have an opinion on it if it's mine. That's all I'm saying. So rather than judge people and treat people poorly and bash people and hit people over the head, Why not come to an understanding? Because that's going to tear this, 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 I was about to say this department. That's going to, that's going to tear this country apart. At the very least, come to a compromise, which drives me crazy, by the way, (laughs) compromising. But in this instance, we're going to have to. And on that debate stage, she, and I think, um, The South Carolina senator were the only two that said 15 weeks. Then you can hear a heartbeat. Then that. Or they can feel pain. Stuff like that. I get it. I would hope it didn't happen, but if it does, that's reasonable. That's all I'm saying. At at some point, if we don't fix that, the economy doesn't matter, the border doesn't matter, immigration doesn't matter. Uh, food stamps don't matter, poverty, the government shutting down. It doesn't matter. It's going to tear this. And you would have thought race would have been the thing that tore the country apart. Nope. Something that you can actually choose not to do. Like you could say, you know what, even though it's legal, I'm not going to do that. Just like we do alcohol, drugs, marijuana, everything. We go, nah. Oh, you can? Yeah. I'm not a beer drinker. I don't drink. I don't drink and drive. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. But in Wisconsin, you can get what? Five, seven, eight. Okay, I think we should prosecute you. Really? So, or you could just choose to know that it's legal and then don't do it. But that's with everything. Your thoughts, 855-616-1620. Is, am I being out of bounds or is, what is the linchpin issue regardless of 
race, regardless of gender, regardless of of party affiliation, regardless of age. What is the number one linchpin issue that's going to make you vote? Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TNJ. So, and why are we bothering with an impeachment inquiry on Joe Biden? Like, I don't understand. What are we doing? We're just nitpicking. Well, we'll do this, and then you'll do that, and we'll do this, and you'll do this. Political. Yeah. Nobody takes the upper hand. But I think one of the issues with the Republican Party is that they don't fight. We're going to take the high road. Well, no. Yeah, you get you got your head handed to you and how many how many elections did did the did the Democrats in, in Wisconsin get hammered? Like at at some point, like wake up. Right? But then again, when the Democrats were losing, I said, "Hey Democrats, wake up." Cuz I like to play both sides. But I just find it interesting that that in the end, um, all these folks hang out together and party together. And their kids go to school together. And yeah. Hmm. As they say, very, very interesting. Very interesting. I'm still stuck on my complaint. Oh, 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 speaking of police. So shots fired at the. Uh, Milwaukee Luther and Pius Eleven game. Like, what was that about? Milwaukee Lutheran High School's homecoming game. This is from TMJ4.com. Homecoming and other weekend activities were canceled after shots were fired at Friday's night's homecoming game. The homecoming match between Milwaukee Lutheran and Pius Eleven High Schools came was was called off in the fourth quarter after shots rang out. A first-year Milwaukee Lutheran, Dewan Hill Jr., was at the game with his friends. He said, "I didn't. It didn't kick in at first that it was shots, but then I I see everyone running and screaming." Milwaukee police responded. They said someone fired multiple shots outside the track around 9:20 p.m. and those shots could be heard in a video live stream of the game on the school's YouTube page. Hill Jr. said everyone around him got up and started to run and scream. No injuries were reported. Dewan Hill Sr., his dad, said to be a parent to even get that call that gun violence is at your son's school. It's heartbreaking. Um, Could it be considered gun violence when no one was hurt, or is it just gunshots? I'm not downplaying it. I'm sorry the technical cop part is kicking in. Um... Hill Sr. was miles away when he got the call. He raced home to find dozens of police in the area. Um, He said that he received an email from the school right away about everything that happened. Milwaukee Lutheran said all weekend extracurricular activities, including the homecoming dance, canceled. And there's a lot of great, exciting things. And then this happens and it puts a damper on your heart. 
And so that that is unfortunate. Um, I don't think that's ever happened. Um, and so football players were running and everybody was safe and everybody returned to their family. And, and I'm sure we'll hear pontification about it all weekend long about how dangerous the city is and how terrible it is. Meanwhile, the only way we can make those assertions is if it becomes actual evidence and we figure out who actually did it, then we can say what it was. But, you know, everybody tends to go on their own ideas, their own way of thinking. And, of course, they're right about everything. We kind of found that out today. Um, People just believe they're right about everything everything right and the world revolves around me but that was my argument with the bible and with school right you got people screaming about critical race theory they have no idea what it is and then when they hear what it is and that it's taught in colleges it's not what they thought we don't want critical race theory taught in our schools hey knucklehead just because you're teaching something about black people or hispanic people it's not critical race theory idiot it's called history. Heard of that before? Let's just do it accurately. And I think what's happening is we, we, we want to trickle down the stuff we learn in college to some of the high schools so that we can learn the stuff a little faster. Because the lies we tell about Christopher Columbus and the lies we tell about the, the um, you know, America and wanting us to be civic and all that, I get it, be civic-minded. George Washington never told a lie. That's a lie by itself. You know, the cherry tree and chopping down and all that garbage we put in history books that was found later to be not accurate, right? Because for Columbus in the Bahamas, not accurate. And I think I've said it before. How do you discover people that have been there a millennia before you got there and Spaniards were there 200 200 years before you? Like, what, what, what is that about? And then you get to college and people are mad. Oh, but they just wanted to make you civic-minded. And like, oh, okay. But it's garbage. You can, you can soften the blow by teaching people a paragraph on, you know, a page or two on slavery and call it a day or have knuckleheads talking about, you know, slavery did us good and ridiculous things like that, right? You would never say that about the Holocaust, would you? You'd never say that about 9-11, So then why would you say that about slavery? Be precise. Don't be accurate. Be precise. And I think that's all people ask for. But until we start seeing things from different perspectives and that certain parts of certain things are more important to me as a black male than they are to you, a white male, I call that okay. This is The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. Yeah, people are playing like MSNBC is showing what Trump said about abortion, and but they really don't say what. I'm trying to, I can't really see it up close. And they're calling him an extremist because he doesn't agree with what the woman agrees with. Like, it's it's just... These labels we put on people, oh, they're extremists. I hear the stuff, extreme, what was it, an extremist MAGA, whatever, and a, an extremist liberal, and 
progressive. Like, like I'm, yeah. And then they go home to their district and they have dinner with kids and they're in Washington, D.C. and they're, you know, hey, can you pick up my kids? And the Republicans asking the Democrat to pick up their kids and the Democrats asking the Republicans. Yeah. And when I was growing up, I never really thought about politics that way because, well, it didn't really matter. But now as an adult, it's it's starting to help me see that change needs to happen right we need to we need to really start to take time to take a step back and gather the things that we have in common with each other and kind of stick there you know cuz you do that one thing that just irks me uh just leave it we'll just avoid that we'll we'll only talk about this instead of that is that okay is that okay? And that way we won't we won't have to get into an argument about it or I love how people say, we'll agree to disagree. What does that even mean? So I don't know. I don't know. I was sad that Marcus Theaters is closing three southeastern um theater locations and one of them is on the south side of Milwaukee. When I first moved to Milwaukee, I lived on the south side. I could literally walk to the Southgate Theater. And I I I did. So Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Last day for Southgate Cinema is September 5th. The Sockville and Showtime Cinemas will cease operations September 17th. In a statement, this is from WISN Dot com. Marcus Theater said we routinely review the amenities at our theater locations to provide the best movie going experience and determine that our customers at these locations are better served by the more expansive amenities at other nearby Marcus Theaters. The Bistroplex, Southridge and Greendale and South Shore and Oak Creek are in close proximity to our four. Huh? So so driving from Morgan all the way down to Oak Creek is closer? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, uh, are in close proximity to our former Southgate location and Marcus Bistroplex Southridge and Marcus Ridge Cinema New Berlin are in close proximity. What? For Sockville moviegoers, we invite customers to experience our North Shore in Mequon. Eminomity Falls. That's a drive. I mean, like, that's a pretty good drive. And when I want to go see a movie, have you ever felt great after you saw a movie? No. You're sleepy, you're tired, you just loaded up on buttered popcorn and chocolate you shouldn't eat and Twizzlers and all kind of garbage, and then you drink soda into oblivion. And you shouldn't drink that either. And now you're here and you got to go to, yeah. Now I got to drive home. Right. Hmm. And I live in Mequon. I got to drive to Sockville. That's a good, what, 15-minute drive at least? 20 minutes? Nah. Nah. Oh, wait. Let me be nice. 
I got to be nice. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. Are they, any of these theaters going to affect you? I love going to the movies and I love going to Marcus theaters. I'm just saying. So it'll be sad, but we'll get over it. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. Whose world is this? The world is yours. The world is yours. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Whose world is this? You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. As we wind up to the end of the day, I got a quick question. And I hope Evan can answer it. Why, why, do, why do people celebrate Halloween? Like, I, don't, I don't really get the whole Halloween thing. Am I pretty narrow-minded when it comes to Halloween? Yes, I don't get it. We celebrate dead people and ghouls and all kind of stuff. I don't get it. I can't really tell you why. It's a holiday I do enjoy myself, so I can't really tell you why. It just I just enjoy the spookiness and the the movies. Who and enjoys spookiness? Piece. Like, what mm-hmm. is that? The Exorcist is coming back out. Exorcist 2. Like, what? Like, what, what is that? For me, maybe it's because my... My birthday is like exactly one week before Halloween, so maybe that's partially why I enjoy it. I don't know. That has no bearing on anything. You're just trying to stretch it out there, buddy there, pal. You're just trying to get extra gifts. <laughs> Most people uh, that I've observed okay, born around the Halloween area tend to enjoy right, the holiday right. more than others. Yeah, I, I just don't get the whole Halloween thing. And do you know why we celebrate Halloween? Do you know why we celebrate All Hallows' Eve? Can't say that I can think of it off the top of my head. No one in the world should celebrate anything unless they know what the heck it means. It always sounds like I'm calling you out, but I'm really not. It So All Hallows Eve, what's November 1st? All Saints Day. So what's All Hallows Eve? We celebrate debauchery, act of fool, dead people, ghouls, all that stuff, sin, shame, drink yourself into why because then we can ask for forgiveness on all saints day right (laughs) it just makes no sense to me ghouls and skeletons and ghosts all kind of stuff and this is just weird like i don't really get it houses that are set i've seen people although some people leave it up year round i've seen houses with and i i mean Here's another question, right? Because we got a couple minutes. Do you say trick or treat? Like when you knock, remember growing up, trick or treat. Why are you always upset if somebody gave you a trick? You're you're the one that said trick or treat. I gave you a trick. Let me show you a trick. Huh? And why are you letting your children eat stuff that's going to rot their teeth? Make them sick and give them future issues. But I want them to feel good. Oh, they'll feel good. Especially when you get the bill. So I just just find that. Yeah. Now, here's the flip side. Halloween can be fun. Halloween can be great in neighborhoods because they set up trick-or-treating now in certain streets and times and places. And I enjoy that. And the kids come by and you give them, I, I try to give them healthy things. 
you know, I ask them, do you have any food allergies or do you, right? And and give them stuff that they can chew that's not going to make them, you know, rot their teeth. Um, so you don't give them a rock? No. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown joke. Yeah. No, I give them a blanket. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's... But I get it for the kids. I just don't get adults celebrating Halloween. And then people go out. It's like it's like it's like people that celebrate the month of their birthday. Who? October's my birthday month. I'm like, who does that? Millennials and Gen Z. Nobody celebrates a birthday month. That is ridiculous. Or happy, what do we call it? Happy born day. Dumb. Birthday. It was the day you were birth. But we don't want to use birth because birth is okay, hush. Can you tell I'm not politically correct? I would say my how see Halloween is for the kids. For me, how I quote unquote celebrate Halloween, I watch the scary movies. Sit at home, watch scary movies and terrify enjoy them. yourself. And then be scared to sit in the house with the lights off and, and go to bed. They don't scare me like that. See, when I was growing up they used to scare me like that. Yep. When, when, when I was growing up, they, they used to terrify me. So I, I just I just never really got into them. And then I, I think what did is The Exorcist just flipped me out, and I just never watched another. I, I'm trying to think. Have I seen a – I've never seen a horror movie since then. I have not watched – no, I watched Carrie. I guess that's around the same time. I watched Carrie, and it scared me even more, so – I'm just done. And so are you. I want to appreciate you for being here tonight. Thank you to all the callers and those who hit the talk and text line. I appreciate you. Um, Anything that might have been said, charge it to my head and not my heart. If you uh, were offended in any way or upset in any way, as I was. Um, I say that in quotes because I'm saying it. Uh, Evan, appreciate you. Patrick Kane, appreciate you. Make sure you hang out. For the rest of the evening, you're listening to The Truth on TMJ.